Welcome to another episode of our real estate podcast, Hustle and Motivate with Cyrus and Danny. Brought to you exclusively by the Pacific West Association of Realtors. How has your week been going? Uh, my week has been great since last week. Okay. So after we left here, I actually, last week, I got a phone call from um, from one of my listings for someone that wanted to go see it. Mm-hmm. And I like, I couldn't get anyone else to show it. So I went and I, I called the guy, talked to the guy, drove over there and um, to Fullerton. And I went to show the property and the guy like walked in the property. He's like, yeah, this isn't going to work for me. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I was like kind of bummed. And then he goes, but I have two properties I need to sell. Oh, I okay. Like I know someone who can help you with that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Literally. And, uh, and then he's like, these are, these are the addresses, so on and so forth. He's like, can you meet me tomorrow? And I was like, yeah. That's so awesome when it sure. works out like that and things. It's, it's so hard to think like, oh, that just fell into my lap. But really, so yes, it did in a sense. But at the same time, you've been busting your butt and working so hard in order. If you didn't have that listing, you wouldn't have had this opportunity anyway. Exactly. Exactly. And so, and, and then it's just about answering the phone, right? Answering the phone, being there to service the client, so on and so forth. I, like I said, I, I made time in the middle of the day cause I knew no one else could do it. And I'm like, I got to There's no way I'm going to let this person go. Yeah. And I ended up showing up. Um, yeah. And he, he the next day I showed up at 11 AM and I, in got one of your two fancy, fancy suits. In my one of, yeah, <laughs> it was <laughs> definitely in one of my fancy suits. And um, pulled up to the p- house. He's got like two tennis courts on it. And like, so I'm like sitting there and I did the numbers. And so I took. What kind of house was he looking at in Fullerton? A, a little duplex. Yeah. So you did not expect 000. to walk up to this kind of house with the two tennis courts and all of that. No clue. Like did not expect that whatsoever. So it was that property. And then another property that he owned right down the street. That was, so that one was 3 million. And then the one down the street was 550,000. That's so insane. And then I had been working with another client that was in LA trying to work with her to get her to um, list her property and whatnot for the past maybe three months. And then she called me, she goes, hey, send me over the contract. So within like two hours, I had $7.3 million in listings. That's insane. Is that that the biggest day that you've had in real estate since you started? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That was like insane. I was just like, what? Yeah. (laughs) I know. It's crazy how it works out like that. But like I said, it's so hard. Like this didn't all just happen just because, you know, the stars align. Like you've been working really, really hard and then things, everything. I feel like you hit a point in your business where everything just starts happening Yep. And that's such a nice feeling. I feel like I'm kind of going through that right now where, you know, I've definitely had some ups and downs since I started. I've had my license for four years now. And so sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's tough. But right now I feel like I, I'm still out there and still hustling and working for those referrals yeah. and working, you know, for my clients the hardest that I possibly can. But everything is starting to get a little bit easier now. And people are, you know... More people are reaching out to me rather than me feeling like I have to reach out to everybody. And so I think that at some point you're going to have a turning point in your business and everything starts falling into place. And that's a really, really good feeling. But you have to work for it. You oh, have to get there. Well, yeah, it's like I, I always talk about it. Like you, you, you have to build the snowball to throw it down the mountain to make, build an avalanche. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like you have yeah. to do that. And, and that's where I think 
I, I mean, for you, for me, and that's where my, my business has been more recently. It's just been kind of like, wow, this is really cool. It's yeah. happening how it's supposed to happen. And that's a fun feeling. Like, well, that's because we started off our careers with the right mindset and with the right people guiding us along to end up where we are now. Oh, 100%. And that brings us to, uh, I think that brings up a good point in the fact that like, what do you have to do to start off right? Absolutely. Um, you know, what, what are the, I guess, we get it all the time. People ask me, I, I'm sure they ask you, like, what do I do when I start in real estate, right? Yeah. Like, How do you become successful in this business? And I'm like, well, you got to have a lot of grit, a lot of resilience, and I can give you uh, five or ten tips to help make it a little bit easier. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So, first, okay, let's break it down. First 30 days. Okay. First 30 days of um, you got your license, you hung it with your brokerage, and you joined Pacific West Association Realtors. That's now right. What? Um, well, I found my broker right away. I found her through, actually through my mother-in-law introduced me to her. And so I was able to connect with her pretty early on, which was really great because I feel like she instilled a lot of ideals in me from the very beginning about how I should run my business successfully with a relational mindset. So like we work entirely by referral. I don't do yeah. any crazy internet advertising or pay for anything on you know, Zillow or pay for Yelp leads or anything like that. We work primarily only by referral. And so she set me up from the very beginning. And the first thing that she told me was to make a list of every single person that you know and let them know that you're in real estate. Okay. Okay. Before we skip over, I like that. But before we skip over that, what do you think, let's go back to what do you think someone should look for in their first brokerage? That's a good, that's a good one. That's good. I definitely think you got to find someone who has the same kind of mindset as you because yeah. there's a lot of different ways that you can run your real estate business. You can be more of a re of a relational person and you want to work primarily by referrals. And then there are some people who want to have this crazy um, marketing mindset where they want to go out there and blast the public with, yeah. you know, all of the amazing tools that they have at their disposal. And that's totally cool. Some people are super into door knocking. I think that you really need to find either a team or a mentor who is doing business the way that you want to do business as well, because not everyone is like me and not everyone is like you. So 100%. you got to find the kind of people that you connect with because yeah. otherwise things could really fall apart very easily. Yeah. For <laughs> so many, I think for so many reasons, right? Cause you, you have to find the people that you connect with for the first reason is because that's going to help your business be successful. But the second reason that it's going to help your business be successful because you're having a good time doing it. Yes, absolutely. And I say I, absolutely a lot on here. <laughs> Whatever. That's okay. I'm a human. <laughs> so we're, you know, I think that when we connect with somebody that we, it's right, finding a mentor, right? Connecting with somebody that we trust, that we look up to, and that we want to be like. Mm -hmm. And then I think that's where you, for me, that's would be my advice. And, and it sounds like for you too, for a new agent trying to find the right brokerage is just find somebody that has a like mind mindset, right? Yes, definitely. Because when you start off in real estate and even, you know, oh, yeah. years past, it is a grind. You are hustling every single day. You need to find someone who is going to help guide you along the path that you want to be on because otherwise it's going to feel like work and you're not going to enjoy it at all. And so luckily for me, I actually love working, which yeah. is a good feeling because of where I'm at. If I was with someone who was doing business a way that I didn't particularly connect with, 
I would probably be miserable and I would have already quit. 100%. And also uh, someone that's going to be able to guide you to do what to follow that because like there's so many different I always call it like a um, shiny object syndrome in real estate. Yeah, you know I there's that. always like a oh my gosh, look, look at, at this that new, new tech. thing. <laughs> and new you're app, like, oh, new everything. I should pay, you know, $1000 a year for this and then you start and people end up using all of their money trying to get, trying to just go with the newest thing when somebody can really guide you and teach you, hey, look, this is where you put your money. This is where you shouldn't put your money. Yes, so start so with the basics. Yes. And that's really, really important. So, okay, so first 30 days, you got, you, you're in now, we, you found your brokerage, we're, we're good, you were saying. Um, I, I made a SOI. list of everybody that I knew and I let them know that I was in real estate yes. and then I'm really into, you know, start, I started meeting with people for lunch and meeting with people for coffee and talking about real estate and letting them know that I'm in it. But I think one thing that I learned from the very beginning that, um, it's hard to sit in front of someone and feel really confident and say, I've been in real estate for six weeks. How do you build that trust and confidence in them and potentially being a client? So that's why it was really important that I had found my mentor from the get-go because I was able to say, yes, I know that I'm new to the industry. However, I'm with a team and we have 31 years of experience total. So my clients are always going to be well taken care of. 100%. And that was a good script, even though, I mean, it's not really a script, but it was something that I had stuck in my mind that I was able to share with people yep. that really helped gain their trust and earn those first clients that. Yeah, it's like a, you, you, you have a crutch to lean on at, at that point when you feel like, and, and honestly, I think that it's a big, it's a big, it's a mental thing for us really as agents, right? It's yeah. not so much because I think that when you get into the industry, I think we end up saying, oh, am I good enough to do this? Am I good enough to do that? When well, you're handling a very expensive legal transaction. There's yeah. a lot of things that if you mess up, it is not going to go well. And so you have to have someone behind you. And with that kind of experience to guide you along, it's really important to find somewhere where you either have a mentor who's going to help you out or a very, very involved broker. Yes. Yes. And then, okay. So then, so now we we said reach out to everybody in your SOI. Write down everybody. So are you specifically? Are you calling those people? Are you? How are you reaching out to those people? Because this is an important thing for um, for them to, for everybody to hear. I think I am very 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 against cold calling. Okay. And even that means you. If you're not yeah. expecting a phone call from me, like in on in the middle of the random of the day, um, or random in the middle of the day. <laughs> sorry, I. If I don't want to answer that phone call from a number that I don't know or from a friend that I'm like, why are, why are they calling me right now? I kind of almost get like a little bit panicked and yeah. that's the last thing that I want. So I heavily rely on text messaging, reaching out to people via Facebook Messenger, Instagram. I do all of that. And then obviously when you're having a conversation about negotiating or uh, then you pick up the phone, of course, yeah. but just reaching out to someone to say, hey, hi, how are you? I was in your neighborhood. How are you doing? That's different. And yeah. so I don't really like to pick up the phone that much unless the situation calls for it. So, okay. So I, I talk about this and, um, I was just talking to my team about this. It's the, the five love, you know what the five love languages are? They are gift giving. I like that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> Giving and receiving gifts, um, acts of service, um, affirmations, right? Words of affirmation, quality time and physical touch. Uh -huh. Well, there's the, the five love languages of communication in real estate, right? So you have like, you know, sending emails, you have social DMs, you have, um, 
Um, That's very true because not all of my clients are on Facebook Messenger and Instagram Messenger. And it's finding out how your individual friend or client at that point communicates. And that is the best way to connect with them. You need to be very transparent and open when you realize how someone ticks and use that as your mechanism for communicating. 100%. And so that's where like, like, okay, so for instance, like for me, I, when I, when I first got in the industry, I realized like a lot of my friends are on social media, right? So I reach out to social media, but then I have also a big sphere that they don't do social media. So I shot them a text or I called them. And so I think that, I think that for me, uh, uh, reaching out to your SOI is finding the, the way that they want to hear from you. Yes. Right. That's really important. And also the way that you communicate with clients, because when you're out and you're showing properties, there's going to be, if you have two people there, there's going to be one person who is like walking into a house and says, I feel this. I can have Thanksgiving dinner here. I can invite all my family. We'll wake up Christmas morning. And then you have the person that's like, what's the payment? What's the value? So you need to really hone in on how your people communicate, whether it just be reaching out or when you're actually showing properties or just in general and use that to your benefit. Yeah, exactly. So we've reached out to, we've, we've wrote down our SOI. We've wrote down everybody that we know. Now we've reached out to them. We've, we've set up a bunch of coffee appointments and dinners and lunches and all of that. I always joke about it. I'm like, what people are like, what do you do for a living? I'm like, go and eat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, so we've, we've gone and talked to all these people. Now, what is, now what is the, the next step? I guess what, um, get organized, right? Um, get your business cards, because you're going to want those when you sit down with somebody and, and show them what we do or what you do. Business cards, open house signs. Um, I would definitely come up with some sort of marketing yes. plan. Like I had said, I don't spend a lot of money doing internet advertising, but that doesn't mean that I don't market myself and market my properties yes. or anything like that. Yeah, so sitting down, a uh, uh, 100%, sitting down with somebody that knows marketing, that knows uh, marketing in the industry. Yeah. In the industry. You know, and, and, and then basically connecting with them. So that's like really connecting with, I guess, your, your different vendors as well, right? So connecting with you not your just team. your marketing. Per- yes, yes. You got to have your, your title reps that are going to help you out. They're going to have your lenders, lenders. that are going to help you out. Home warranty, NHD. There are a lot of, just like there are millions of realtors in the world, just like there's millions of lenders and millions yep. of title representatives. You need to find the people that you connect with that you um, w- know are going to help you service your clients as yes. well. And that, that it's, it's important, again, going back to the same when you're looking for your brokerage, finding somebody that aligns with the same values that you have. Definitely. Right? Because I've, seen, I've, I've done it where I've, I've worked with a lender that them, we didn't align on certain things and then it ends up not working out long term. So now when a client calls back from a past transaction, I have to explain that I work with XYZ lender instead of this lender now because of, you know, whatever the reason is. So I think it's important to find the, the, the people that align with your values because that's a long-term relationship that you're going to have. So for a new agent, how do you recommend that they find their lender, their title representative, those people that they use? Or do you think that people should have a bunch of different ones and kind of sprinkle their business throughout? Or do you think that they should find a team that they use c- and recommend consistently? I'm huge on relationship. So I'm huge on, I'm going to ask the people around me who they use. That's how I really found my, my people, right? Is I, I was asking everybody, I was seeing who, who they used, why they used them. And then I sat down and had meetings with them. And then for me, 
It's I, almost like an interview. You yes. have to interview them. Yes, because they, they because they are involved in the transaction. They are going to be working with your clients. So if they don't have the right, you know, they don't s speak in a the, the way that you like to speak with your clients or so on and so forth, you're going to have an issue in the transaction. Yeah, and it's so really important to, to be somebody. surrounding yourself with people who you trust, who you know are going to go to bat for you, who yes. when something crazy is happening on title, you know exactly who to call to get the right answers because some people don't have those connections. Oh and gosh, so you yes. need to make sure that you have people who know what they're doing and are rock stars. One hundred. Yes, yes. Find find your rock stars. Yeah. Yes, that's a good one. And 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 then for me, I, I specifically like I like to work with like the people that I work with. So I've I've had these these people. I'm the I've same had, way. I I, yeah. I find the people that you know have had I've had amazing experiences with my clients. Obviously, you know you have to build up trust and relationships yes. with people. But once I find my people, I find my people. Yes. And you know, that also helps in the instances when I need a favor, when something's going on and it's Friday night at six o'clock and something's happening, I can call my lender or I can call my title rep and I know that they're going to pick up the phone and that they're going to help me because I consistently send them business. Exactly. So now, so now you've got your team, you've got your cards, you've, you've written down your, all of your, your SOI and everything, your, every, uh, your sphere of influence, right? And now the next step is, okay, what kind of agent do I want to be, right? Do I want to be uh, an agent that's going to be working in mainly um, rentals? Uh, do I want to specialize in investments? Do I want to do that, right? Because I think you that falls find along, your niche, right? Yes, find your niche. And then I think that also happens a lot with when you find your mentor, like what kind of business that they're doing. So I think yeah, that you learn pretty early on, are you going to be residential? Are you going to do commercial? You're obviously not going to go hang out with your residential mentor if you want to, I mean, maybe, but if you're starting off in the business, you're not going to think, you know, I'm going to do commercial when the yeah. whole team that you're working with is doing <laughs> residential. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I think you find that out pretty early. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. So then, so then with that being said, you know, are you door knocking? Do you door knock? Actually, I do sure. not. No. Okay. I do. So I'm like huge on prospecting. I'm huge on, I like go out and get, get as much, you know, business. And then, and then I flip on like, this whole, you know, I want to keep them for long term. So, sure. so, so everyone is different. Yeah, exactly. You know? Everyone is totally exactly. different. I look at and I think about spending an hour door knocking a neighborhood and I'm like, you know what I would rather do is call my A plus client and say, Hey, let's go get coffee or br stop by and do something. Everyone, you yes. know, and then I just ask her or him, Hey, who do you know that I need to help? Yeah. And I just, that's something that is that I relate more to. Yeah, and that's and, fine. And something I, I had heard this a long time ago. I don't know where I heard it, but I started talking to my, uh, telling my team to do it. Um, basically, when they're showing wh what it was, what it was, was they were showing properties. So when they show a property to door knock the, the five houses on each side after you show the property. I definitely see the benefit in something you know? like that. I'm just not going to go out on a Tuesday afternoon and do it just to do it. Yeah, exactly. Everyone is going to be totally different, but exactly. I do see benefits in it sometimes. Yeah. So, so. So there's, there's so many different ways of lead generation. And I think that goes back to like what I was saying about those silver, those, sh the, uh, the shiny objects in yeah. them, right? Like, I think that you need to find one, two or three ways tops. Three buckets. Exactly. That are gonna how you're going to generate, generate your business all day long and stick with those and focus. And the biggest thing that every day, exactly. And the biggest thing that um, I get with new agents is they're always like everywhere. 
and there's no Do a little focus. bit of this, a little bit of that. You got to find what works for you, what you enjoy doing, because otherwise you're going to experience so much burnout. Exactly. And focus on that and do it consistently. Put it in your calendar. Make sure that you do that lead generation, however that it may be. Exactly. For like two hours a day, minimum. Exactly. And then, and then from there, and then if you stay focused, that's going to build your business long term, right? And then, and then so the next thing is, pretty simple is practice. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, I don't like using the word scripts, but you got to find a way, the ways to get your point across in a way that works for you. So, so I'm like super against the memorization of scripts and then, um, you know, repeating them ad verbatim. But I think that scripts are very helpful to learn. You use them as a roadmap, not as a script. Totally. Right. So you, you know, a big thing like, like that I have all my agencies like practice, like read objections, go online, go, go search. We give them a book of, you know, a bunch of different objections, understand responses, but you're never going to actually end up sitting there and saying, hi, you know, one, two, three, is this the owner of one, two, three main street? Okay. They say, yes, I say this. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. So I think that as long as you have a general idea of what you want to say and how you're going to come up with certain responses, it will make it a lot easier when you're having conversations with people. Like I said before, when someone says, oh, well, you haven't been in the business for very long. I knew right away exactly what to say. Well, you know, I have, I'm part of this team. We have 31 years of experience. And I mean, I'm, I'm that just ingrained in the back of my head. Yep. Um, I think another thing that's really important when you first start in the business is to make relationships with other realtors. Yes. And I think that so many people gloss over that because in essence, all realtors are in competition with each other, you know, but you need to have those relationships with other realtors and be, I pride myself in always trying to be the type of realtor that I would want to work with because I've worked with, had to work with some real jerks. You and I And I know that you know, kill them with kindness, but I'm still going to fight for my clients, of course, but be a nice human. Be Yeah, just be a good person. <laughs> Which can simple. be tough sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but a great way that you can do that is by getting involved in your local association. I, you know, helped found YPN here at yes. PWR, and then that's how we met so many people. So if you are looking for some sort of community, a great place to find it is to go to the YPN at your association. You're going to have a ton of young professionals with your similar mindset who are looking to grow and expand their businesses just as you are. Well, exactly. And, and it, to be honest, YPN in general has helped my business so much, not just on, you know, the level of locally, but nationally because of the fact that you're, when you connect with other realtors, one year you can get referrals from out of area realtors, right? Two, two, when I submit an offer for a buyer, they know who I am and they know they want to work with me. Yeah. You know, because the rea- the reality is, is this industry is a very small industry. It seems like a big industry. It seems like there's a lot of agents, but the agents that are doing a lot of business are there in every and single day you're going to yes. see them. And I also think that just by showing that you're involved in your, you know, in your local YPN, in your local association, that you care about, real estate and you care about homeowners rights as a whole rather yep. than just trying to get a paycheck. And I think that people absolutely see that and appreciate that. Well, it's just more ammunition, right? You're, you're just stocking up more ammunition to be able to uh, uh, relate or, or, or get with another client as well, because there's some, there's some clients that could care less, but there's a lot of clients that see that and say, 
oh my gosh, wow, they really so care about me, and they really care they about where this industry is going. Exactly. And you know, Th this is the, that's the future of the industry. That's the, the coolest thing, uh, honestly, the coolest thing about the uh, getting involved with the association on the association level for me was the fact that I realized that real estate is more than just buying and selling houses. Oh, it is so much more. It than was that. like insane. And the realization was amazing. And, and now I'm like, have this absolute love for it. But it was like, at first it was like, ah, eh, what, what do cool, you I got a do? paycheck. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. You don't exactly. real, you don't realize. So I think that, you know, so when you're newer, bigger. you need to make those relationships with other agents, because if you're going to go submit an offer on a listing and there's, you know, you're fighting against 20 others, if they know you, then you're going to be in a much better situation than a lot of other realtors. Oh, way better situation. Okay. So, so I guess the, 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 recap it we got to write down all your soi uh-huh you've got to find your mentor find your team the people that are going to work the same way that you want to work and then ask them for referrals to their vendors and the people who have they've had a m wonderful experiences yes. with that you can tag on with build your relationships build that and then uh, uh, uh get involved do your lead generation whatever that is whatever however that, that is mm -hmm. Figure it out and then build a schedule and, and stick it. with it. Stick with it. Yeah. And then and then get involved with the association on on some sort of level. Honestly, YPN's a great way to do it. Yeah, we have our wake ups every month. Oh yeah. And you can go and network with other people and meet other agents and it's awesome. Yeah. So um we'd love to hear from you guys. If you have any questions or want to hear any new content, then please reach out and we look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode. Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Cyrus Andre. At Danny Femmel and at PacWest Realtors. Keep hustling. And stay motivated. We want to remind everyone that these opinions are our own and may not reflect those of the association.